Good morning. It's September 13th. Heavy early morning showers have moved away from New York now, and this is your Indignity Morning Podcast, taking a look at the day and the news. Reuters puts the current death toll in the Libyan floods at 5,300 people, and quotes the Minister of Civil Aviation for the government that runs that part of Libya as saying the death toll may even double, and that the sea is constantly dumping dozens of bodies as people who were washed away by the flood are carried back ashore. The Libyan flood gets four columns on the front of the Times as the lead story, going with a death toll of over 5,000 in the headline. On the left side of the front page is the news of House Speaker Kevin McCarthy's announcement that he plans to open an impeachment investigation into Joe Biden over something or other, extending the ongoing and unsuccessful effort to prove that the foreign concerns that paid ridiculous amounts of money to Hunter Biden obtained any sort of meaningful influence over Joe Biden as a result. The whole premise of this being a presidential scandal has always seemed sort of self-nullifying, in that the same reason that Hunter Biden was obviously not qualified to do any of the corporate governance work that he was ostensibly being paid so much money to do also applies to the influence peddling that he was allegedly implicitly actually being paid to do. No one in their right mind would hire Hunter Biden to deliver a pizza let alone to deliver some sort of complicated policy payoff to you. Speaking of spectacularly bad investments in flaky people, the Times gives a piece of the bottom of page A1 to the almost instantaneous failure of the New York Jets experiment with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. The newly acquired 39-year-old former Green Bay Packers star had his Achilles tendon explode four snaps into the season, an event which either dashed the Jets' Super Bowl hopes or simply brought the Jets to where any reasonable survey of Jets history would have said this was going to end up only faster. Now the Jets might have to wait another generation to sign one more washed-up Hall of Fame-bound Packers quarterback, but next time it'll surely work out. On page 813, there's a big look at the fact that the glaciers of Mount Rainier are doing what the glaciers everywhere are doing, namely melting and collapsing. Page 814 is filled with two stories about What a terrible liability Joe Biden's approval ratings are at the moment. Former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo won a round in his effort not to give back the ill-gotten millions he made on his fake book about how great he was during COVID, when a state judge, who had been nominated to the federal bench by Donald Trump but couldn't get appointed, declared that the state's current ethics oversight system, designed to be independent of the governor's influence, was impermissibly separated from the executive branch. The relative independence of that board was a direct response to Cuomo's abuse of his executive power over the board as governor himself to protect his administration and his cronies from ethical oversight. Apparently, there is no ethical structure strong enough to do anything about Andrew Cuomo. And in other doings of authoritarian fail-sons, the Times took the occasion of Kim Jong-un's trip to Russia to elevate the Korean presidential armored train from a reliable side note in stories to a full piece, The story says there are believed to be at least 90 high-security carriages at the leader's disposal. And when Kim Jong-il was using the train, it was allegedly stocked with nice wine, live lobsters, and a group of female entertainers known as lady conductors. It is unknown what his son, Kim Jong-un, does for nourishment and entertainment while on board, the Times writes. The trains are so heavily armored, the story says, that they are estimated to reach a maximum speed of just 37 miles per hour. That's a weirdly specific figure for an estimated speed of a secret government train. The result, yet again, of a spuriously precise metric conversion. Apparently what South Korean intelligence has really decided is that the train travels about 60 kilometers per hour. 
for which a more reasonable conversion would be 35 miles per hour, since they're just picking the nearest round number. That's the news. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to Indignity to keep us going, and we will talk again tomorrow.